Welcome to Three on the Ones and Twos with your hosts, Tom, Cassie, and James. Just three old friends talking about their favorite records. Think of it as the coolest booklet for music nerds. So then he looks at me and says, do you remember the zipper? Who the hell is this guy? I don't know, I just kind of just came in. Thank you everyone for checking in to episode five five. of Three on the Ones and Twos. My name is Tom, this is Cassie, this beautiful man is James, and it's a very special episode because we are starting to grow and we want to do beautiful things with this show. And one of them is have special guests. And our very first special guest is definitely special because he's been with us since the beginning. beginning. Working cameras, production, uh, wonderful ideas. And his name is Matt Darrow, rock and roll fan, uh, and also done a bunch of uh, great work. Uh, Works with um, the people at Slaughter Festival and uh, our good friend Sid Howell presents. Uh, Matt, say hello to everyone. How are we doing, everybody? Thanks Thank for you. having me, guys. Thanks, oh, thank you, James. Thank you, it's Cassie. Fine. Thank you, Tom. Oh, well, Appreciate so it. I'm going to pull this mask Thanks down. I'm going to pull this mask down and cheers you. Um, <laughs> and uh, thank you, Louis Sandoval and PBR for and having PBR. us. Much love. All right. Mm. So, um, and Trackside. Thank you, Trackside. Thank you, Colin Tuno and Mikey and Trackside Tavern. Um, what we do with our special guests is we contact them and let them know in a few weeks you're going to be here. Please pick a record that's important to you, change your life. You used to like making out with your girlfriend too. I don't know. You tell me. This man brought a record. Yes. What'd you bring? ACDC Power Ridge. Yes. Wow. So, we got yeah. it. And we got Thank it. Thank you so much. I've been listening to it on repeat all week. And, and you didn't hesitate when you, when you told us it was like, it yes. has to be this. Like, yeah. No, this you, is, he was very, very clear right away. He was like, that's it. What else could it be? Yeah. Well, I got a copy here. and actually, after studying this album like more, because I, obviously, obviously, everybody our age has heard ACDC. You haven't just heard of; you've heard them. You know, so, um, right. but I, I didn't really know this record inside and out. I'm like stoked that you picked it. I am too. And the crazy thing is, is. Um, I think they recorded this in 1977. It came out in '78, and it. Already was at their fifth, their fifth record. I mean, it was their, they started it was their 70, fourth, 72, 73. It was their fourth international, but it was their fifth well, Australian, right? We always, we a lot of people fail to count, fail to count the original Aussie issue, which is the TNT record, right? Which is technically the first one, which makes this the actual fifth album. If you, if we look at just U.S. releases, we're looking at just number four because a lot of people don't count TNT as the original actual right, album, right? So that's so a that's a big thing. In the Still, U.S., it'd be high voltage. Yeah. Then uh, dirty deeds done dirt mm-hmm. cheap, right? Let there be rock. Mm-hmm. Powerage. Yes. Then the live album, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. If you want blood, you got, blood you got it. it. Still. Highway to Hell. And then Bon Scott, yeah. that's the end of yeah, Bon Scott. Uh, so you got uh, six free, U.S. Freezes, albums. freezes in a car? No. <laughs> it's still 21 years later, but it already No, one, no, no one really knows. But Death by no, Misadventure I mean, well, no, I heard that he, uh, it was actually, I think he was so drunk that yeah. he was left in, like his, he got to his friend's house and they were drunk, so he left him in the car. Yeah, that's true. And then he came, like, and he came out the next day and he was still, and he had aspirated, I think, because right. he was so drunk. Well, I love, so I, sad because it's yeah. like, what an amazing 
You're yeah. an amazing And what frontman. I mean, frontman, and I mean, I'm a huge Bon Scott fan. Uh, I love rock and roll, and I'm an old man, and I love an old guy who got a young band to back him up and just and brothers and absolutely kill it, you know? I mean, so they are what you would call like the... Uh, the great, the great romantic rock and roll story, but also the great rock and roll tragedy, you know? And it's, it's still impressive where there's four records or five to do that many between 73 and 78. You know, like yeah. insanely good records. But that being said, our special guest, I know, I, I can't wait to hear your points. I want to hear why you picked it. Really? Well, like, you know. Right. For me, um, for me, 100%, the biggest reason for picking this record is 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 number one? It is by far and away the, the single most underrated album that ACDC has ever put out. It's um, it's very very much to it, it strikes you to the strikes you to your core. It is the most eloquent and deep lyrics that Bon Scott has ever put out. That, yes. Um, one of my, my personal absolute favorite. Um, and Jim Wright, if you're listening, this is you and I are on the same page on here. Is there's a hey, song Jim. on track two, Down Payment Blues. Love that song. I love that song. That's probably my favorite There's on the whole the album. The single best line in the whole record is, I know I ain't doing much. Doing nothing means a lot to me. That's my favorite, yeah, too. I was like, that's whoa, like the spookiest for my got, life. That's some, amazing. Uh, it's got some real, uh, my yeah. arm here is just went up on I'm that. Like, I can't, can't, can't afford to feed my cat on Social Security. I mean, no, it has a lot of really good, I, I got myself a Cadillac, but can't afford the gasoline. Yeah. But yeah, the best is... Um, Doing nothing means a lot to me. Just yeah, what a good line. What a great line. Oh, it's and, so simple, but it's, but like it's really also brilliant. it's it's like it's also seems because it didn't do well in the states. You said like no, uh, it's around like uh, like mid one forties, one thirties, as far as the Billboard two hundred goes. But um, but the thing is, is it's also kind of the closest thing to them doing almost like a soul soul record. Like it's so, it's soulful. It's bluesy. It's, it's very soulful. it's very blues. It's yeah. like very blues inspired. Yeah. Blues inspired rock. Just solid rock. And honestly, I would say about that line, like I love that line so much because it's simple but brilliant. And that's actually, that's kind of how I would sum up their, yeah. their band. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah. they, they did one thing and they did it really well. And, you know, the biggest You're thing. absolutely right about that. The yeah. number one thing I will say about ACDC is, you know, we get them, they get a lot of flat case, the same three chords over and over and over again. But you know what? You buy an ACDC record, you know exactly what it is you're going to get. Right. You, you do not, you can know when you when you take that out, whether you listen right. to it digitally, whether you listen yeah. to it on vinyl, CD, you know exactly what it is you're going to get. There is no surprises. ACDC is ACDC. And the other thing to that point is, it's easy for someone to uh, insult that or diss that, but you go try to do it. Um, my friend Bill Kelleher plays in Mastodon, who's wonderful artist, musician, you know, uh, I, he said many times, he's like, there's only two bands that can do that, it's ACDC and the Ramones, and somehow they were great at that, but good luck you trying to do it. No, yeah. you, you, actually no, it's can, like, you actually can't. And I actually you know? read somewhere, it's like, like great musicians, could they could play the chords, yeah. but they're not going to bring the same power. Right. Which I actually have a theory about I'm how like, they were able oh, to do that. But are you like, kidding, yeah, are you kidding me? Yeah, the, the, the attack, you mean? Like, you know, right. there, is, just like, there is a subtlety to what they do that I think most people don't recognize as a band. Because when, when everybody says, oh, they sound like ACDC, it's like, no, they don't. Only ACDC sounds like ACDC. Right. Yeah. Because they know how to, like, they fit all their, their band right. and all their sound and everything is like a puzzle. And they perfectly right. locked yeah. it in together. Yeah. And everything is very, like, restrained. You yeah. think of ACDC being this right. wild band, but they are very, very and 
There's, 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 there's Everything about, there's they do is very much on purpose, yeah. I would say. Yeah, well, that's one thing that I was noticing. I was thinking, yeah. like, they have a lot of, um, like, space. Like, th there's little silences, you know, like, within it. They and they actually utilize right. those silences, like, yeah. just those quick little times when there's nothing, to almost amplify right. the sound. Yeah. Like, it's, it, yeah. you know, because... You know, like where it's placed and then how things kick in. It's just, it's so, it's so they, they, they had a plan. They knew what they were doing, like uh, how to attack and how to um, execute. Because I've heard um, uh, old interviews uh, with Angus saying, um, you know, like, especially when you're doing like festival circuits back in the day, you might be, my Toots and the Mates also I love might be on at five o'clock and then maybe the Stones were on, whatever. And he's like, he's like, you have to believe in what you do. You have to execute, you have to kill it. He's, he's like, I'm not scared to headline anytime. He goes, the Rolling Stones, who I love, could be great. If we go on after them, sorry, we're going to wipe the floor with the Rolling Stones. Like, he's I, like, I mean, I heard that Angus was like a workhorse. Yeah. Like that he had a, like a, a work ethic, like that, like on the level that most nobody else could reach. Right. I was like, is that something that you, I mean, Gosh. I think that's part of what drove it. Like, I mean, obviously it, it wouldn't be ACDC without the, you know, the, the young brothers. I mean, especially yeah. since the, mm -hmm. their older brother, what, produced it, right? Like well, this was the last yeah, one that... You know, when, when Cliff Williams, their ba current bass player, joined the band, um, one of the biggest things and he... And there was this first rec this record, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, um, the biggest thing, yeah, he joined during the Let There Be Rock tour, but he then his first official writing credit was on was on uh, Powerage. But what's, what a lot of people don't know is he just like everybody didn't realize that when Angus when it, it is it is one hundred percent rest in peace Malcolm, of course, but ACDC was one hundred percent Angus and Malcolm's band. Yes, it was not anybody else's. That was one hundred percent theirs. It is their band, and if you if you did not give one hundred and ten percent, if you did not live, breathe, you're, you're and out. bleed ACDC, you're not in that band anymore. Right. Because that's, it is their band. If you don't have the work ethic, if you're not able to keep pace with what they do and what they're about, and that's, not, that's one of the reasons the why they got rid of the, the basis that they got before Cliff, right? Correct. And, right. And, the, and the thing is, is so no matter who is back, back in them, it's like Mark, Marky Smith used to say about the fall, he goes, it could be me and my mom playing bongos, it's going to be a fall record. Yeah, right. you know? and I mean, that is true. You know, so so if, as long as these guys were there, any, the other three people with them, like it was going to be ACDC. The, this is 100% the original the the classic lineup. This is the formulation and, and cementation of the classic lineup for them. I mean, you look at the back of this. You look oh, at the so back of this good. record. You have Malcolm. You have Cliff. You have Angus. You have Phil so Rudd. Amazing. And and they, and they look like uh, scary <laughs> and and like they're up to mischief. You a know? little bit cool. unhinged. Yeah, yeah, exa exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's so there's a lot of things special about this though because it was um, Cliff's first time. It still had Bon Scott. But it w wasn't this the last album that um, George Young, their older brother, and uh, was it Henry Vanda. Henry Vanda? Henry Vanda. Th Young. That they that they produced, right? Yep. This was it. This was pretty much the um, the kicking off point before Atlantic and all the other labels they've dealt with over the years pretty much picked them up. This was it. This was the last time they really kept it in house. Right. And then ACDC just went. Well, I think Atlantic right. Highway to Hell really. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. think Atlantic. Yeah. But they, they were covered by Atlantic at this time, though, because right. that's the whole reason why Rock and Roll Damnation's on, on the U.S. version, mm -hmm. because I guess, they, I mean, they already have the pressings ready to go for the, and James, the, the, yeah. this is like the U.K. pressing, right? The original yeah, U.K.? Yeah, yeah, so 
Yeah, so it doesn't have Rock and Roll Damnation because they already had they already had the pressings right. ready to go, mm -hmm. but the Atlantic, like the US Atlantic execs said that there's no radio friendly Which like, is insane because can we talk about that song? That's a perfect awesome song. Usually I usually I one hundred percent say like just like like record companies like execs like they they ruin stuff like yeah. you know but that was actually yeah, yeah. Or, or maybe their idea it could have went either way but like acdc brought it with that song yeah and listen so I, that's a I, great I, song to start I, with you know, I mean, I, yours doesn't start with i hate to reason. say it um because this show is about being positive but most people who are who work in record companies and who are executives are, are the furthest from musicians i mean we're yeah they're just they're, looking for lucky, money we're lucky if they're fans you know yeah, like, I mean, but you know, but that was but, a really good uh, so your version doesn't have it because yeah. it was already it was already on the pressing and so they didn't have time to add it. I guess it came out as a UK um, like a couple months later as like a single and went like 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 hit the charts immediately. Yeah, so 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 I got the the UK version, the first pressing. I just bought it at like a half price books for five bucks. Yeah, you were saying like Score? way back That's when, great. and I was like, this is not a. I mean, at the time, I was like, this is not. A normal U.S. like just feel how flappy, flimsy the, the right. cover is and everything, and then it was like, wait a minute, the track listing is different. Mm -hmm. I mean, later on, like kind of. But I, I also like, love. I that. don't have rock yeah. and roll damnation. I hate that. I hate that. See, I love it. You hate it. <laughs> well, what, what a lot of people so, don't realize yeah. is there's a track on here that is, to me per personally, is the absolute epitome of Bon Scott's vocal vocal prowess, and that is Cold Hearted Man. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately I haven't heard that because there's, I just had my copy. Well, after the show, we're going to listen to it. Yeah, we will. Yeah. Cold Hearted Man is, um, it still gives me chills to this day. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, you know, being 34 years old, this stuff, this, this album really predates me a lot, but I absolutely love Cold Hearted Man, any of the backing tracks on the album. All of that, um, all of the, the the rarities and stuff, and it's really if you think about it though, with your copy, it's not really a rarity. It's just a variation on the album, right? Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's it's incredible. The album absolutely is epitomizes blues. Yes. It just it is so much. It's just it's so full of everything. It epitomizes them, epitomizes their influence, everything about it. It's just, it's just an amazing record. I just, I absolutely love it. I, I wanted to say though, that the point I wanted to make is that this album specifically, and I'm glad you chose this album. I'm this so is, glad you chose it. To me, this is you. like yeah. the most mature of the ACDC albums because I feel like people put ACDC so cool. in this kind of corner of being kind of juvenile and they, mm -hmm. and they have these like, you know, especially at the Brian Johnson era, like I feel like some of their stuff just got a little bit too yeah, campy and a yeah. little bit. I mean, it's a little I've, bit juvenile, which is is totally fine. But but this album, I feel like, is like they're mature. It's like they're really like adult bluesy rock album. Listen, where Bon Scott Bon Scott is talking about, you know, things. He, he's really stretching out. I think, and I think with. With Highway to Hell, it kind of went back more into a more mainstream way, but this is like their, their kind of like serious, yeah. most serious album. Right. It's like my favorite to listen to I, as an adult. And I was gonna say, uh, the Brian Johnson stuff, uh, sure. listen, cheese, there's a place for cheese in rock and roll, you know I mean? Listen, yeah. Yeah, you know, uh, but, and his story is an underdog beautiful story too. I mean, like he worked with them and, and to be able to do that. But this has become, this is my favorite. I think this is my favorite. I think for a like the, for a lot of like ACDC fans, like real hardcore ACDC fans, 
this is their favorite. Like this, so this is the, your favorite, right? For ACDC. Yeah, I think a lot of. Uh, I mean, there's like so many accolades have been given to this to this album. Like I think it was like Rick Rubin or something. Was I don't know if he was just talking about ACDC or if he was like specifically talking about this album, but. Like just said something about them being one of like the best rock bands. Well, it was or something the, like. the thing about it is, is this album was actually was actually recorded in about three and a half weeks. So they came in the studio, they knocked it out, slammed it out, and um, a couple of very interesting things for some of you guys who kind of are the deeper the deeper fans on it is one very interesting thing is the album is called Powerage. It is the only record in the catalog that I know of that actually there is no title track. The word Powerage right. does not appear in any of yeah. the lyrics for the album and also too the interesting thing is about the logo which everybody we all know the standard yeah. glossy four, five character AC lightning bolt DC this is the last album to wow. use any variation on that it was on Let There Be Rock by Gerard Huerta who actually created that but Gerard that was used this was the last time any variation of that was used right. ever all the way up until Power Up earlier this year. So that's where we are right now. And every other record before this, they had a song that was named after the, the album. Correct. Let There Be Rock. Yeah, 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 of course. Oh, like even, so even right. not just like leaving off Rock and Roll Domination. So this is like... It starts with Give Me a Bullet. So Down Payment Blues, okay, Give Me a Bullet. But the, or, the order's So the order's completely is, different. Is different. So it's like you. instead of Rock and Roll Damnations on like my, which is also, I don't know if this is like the original U.S. because um, this is a repressing, so I think it takes the U.S. track listing. I think it goes that direction. Right. Does it mine? Yes, I think okay. you have like what's considered like the standard. What came out original? Okay, this is yeah. the original. So the Rock and Roll Damnation, yeah. and then but even if yours didn't, I would expect it to go into Down Payment Blues, but right. it doesn't. It goes into Give Me a Bullet. So they're like, and, and Give Me a Bullet also a great opening song. It but, but it is, but roll, Rock and Roll Damnation, I think it just like really sells it. We love Damnation. Although we love Damnation, which is we like I love Down Payment Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's probably my favorite, and then Riff Raff. Riff Raff's in the same awesome. spot, um, but it's kind of like so. If this doesn't have, uh, so this you got a is like escape this. Hatch right yeah, there. yeah, gotta you know, gotta be. I, I was gotta gonna be say, COVID safer. I was here, gonna so. say, um, I haven't seen that with that before. How you doing? I want to say I love PBR. I love the sound. Thank you, Thank you PBR, for sponsoring the show today. Thank That's you, Trackside Tavern. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, B. Kinch. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Thank you, and I'm going to just say cheers to you guys. Cheers. This has been so much what fun is, already. What is your favorite song on the album? Let's Good just question. make sure we Chill cover down. that. We also have to do a letter. Yes, we do. And eat some pickles. We got that seven minutes. And maybe have a pickle. You know, that's you know, it's 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 such a. Well, I think down payment blues like it's just it's a it's it's soulful. It's like it's so. It has great lines. To me, is is um is it's got to be it's a tie it's it's a tie between down payment blues and gone shooting the the opening riff for gone shooting it's just it's just it's a. To be honest with you, uh, full disclosure, this is actually gone shooting. The intro, first 30 seconds, is actually my alarm clock every morning when I wake up. Too yeah. much information, dude. Too much death. <laughs> no, you know, no, you know, no. Yeah, it's great. great. No, obviously, I don't, I don't start my morning by gone shooting. But, um. <laughs> uh, my, mine is I ate, I ate no hollaback girl. I don't know, you know. Don't, don't, don't worry about this, you know. Yeah, no, that's like, that. 
I mean, mine is definitely down payment blues or riffraff. I would I, like. For uh, well, I like side one better than side two, but I, I, I like too, them both. I do too, but also I love a song called "Kicked in the Teeth." Um, I love rock and roll damnation because it's it's soulful. It's it's and it's, it's so like you know. what, like it really is. Not, a, I mean, obviously, the, the, but it's such a great opening track. We're, like, fan, just like, we're you're, fans like, of the devil, we're fans of damnation, we're fans of evil, but we're good people. But, like, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you, know, you know, and to be quite honest, though, to be, uh, as, as number three is the actual opening lines of Kicked in the Teeth. It's Two Faced Woman with Two Faced Lies. Yeah. It just, it just, it just. Just hits right away. It was definitely awesome. this. I mean, this album was definitely Bon, like uh, Bon Scott's best. His, like, li- like as far as lyrics swan, go, swan, like swan, you know, really. You call it. I mean, yeah. really. Like, it you is know. well. The thing is, is insane front man. Uh, like yeah. I said, what a rock and roll story slash tragedy. But the, the lyric, like for what they were doing, that's the point. It's like you know, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan of uh, uh, like ones who punches with 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 words. Yeah. And like the, the lines you're talking about, and he brings them. nothing but like uh, it's sardonic, you know, it's, it's sarcastic in a funny way. It's uh, self-deprecating, but also like your crotch. You, Which you, one? You, you, and sad, like an, sad, inter- an interesting thing that I learned though is that they didn't like. Okay, so they're looking for another um, frontman, like a singer, vocalist, and uh, so they got him, but they didn't. They didn't know at the time that he that he. What that he could write, like and he's, you know, and he's like old, very a lot, clever, a lot like older, than, very clever. A, lot, a lot older than that. Yeah, but I think that there's like they they took him on like as a vocalist, not realizing that he also brought something else to the table. That he he proved he proved because some of his lines are really clever. He proved like, uh, that he, simple, he, he, he was worth a lot more than they thought in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And we talk about Bon Scott now. The other the original guy, Dave Evans, um, still around. Um, the only real song that I got any commercial success with out of Dave Evans was Can I Sit Next to You, Girl? <laughs> and that was, you know, that was the big one for them. But, I mean, Bond just, just the, he just absolutely captured and epitomized, you know, it's, it, it, it's such a shame. It's a shame. waste about him. I mean, who knows where they would be now yeah. um, down the road with, with Bond still behind them. But, I mean, Power Age just, I don't know. It's, I identify a lot with that. It's the rock and roll damnation about basically kind of talking about how take a chance while you still have the choice. You have pickles. You have all of that, and just it just it just epitomizes that era with the rock and roll is evil. Um, yes. And just bringing that up. Cheers to Bon Scott. Yeah. Cheers bon to the Scott. young yeah. brothers, the young family. Celebrate Bon cheers Scott. Cheers to Australia. Uh, cheers to Power our Ridge. friend Kelly Hester and Death Pickles. Absolutely. Uh, we have, we Death have some Western Motel and New Wave Kid Pickles. Cheers to the Trackside right Tavern. This right here is to Kelly Hester. So yes. We're, gonna, we're just going to go ahead and just. Uh, Shout out, fuck. We're going to make this happen juice. right now. Um, again, Bon Scott, thank you for leaving us this, that, that, that legacy. Um, I think we're going to try to. Uh, I think someone wrote a letter. Will you read it? Mm. Yes, absolutely. We have a we have a write-in letter from a Penelope. Oh, Penelope. Uh, I, 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 she just seems like a doll, so thanks a lot. So Penelope wrote in, and she made a point to mention. She's just like, she's like, you know, now that basically now kind of the COVID is kind of wrapping up, she's like, she's like, I just really want to thank you guys for kind of bringing this up, and that now that hopefully shows will start back up, hopefully we don't have another... We don't have another surge in this, and shows are coming back. And she posed a question to everybody here, and I, and I, myself as a guest, 
I'll, I'll, I'll be glad to answer this, but what she asked was, when shows do come back, what are all of you looking forward to most? Wow. Uh, James? Uh, yeah. Well, there was a show, so that also bands outside the United States. I don't know when they're going to be able to come back to the United States and tour again. That's what I'm really looking for. Uh, there was a show at Terminal West that got canceled by mm -hmm. Sleaford Mods. There were tons. Oh yes. my god, I had tickets for that. I was so but excited to see them. We all had tickets, them. and who knows when they'll come back. So Yeah, they my, don't play here a lot. No, they've never played Atlanta before. So, so my so, pick so. was Sleaford Mods at oh, Terminal wow. West. Yeah. I, I saw them in I Glasgow. Have, but I, have they, feeling, yeah. I have a feeling I know what Cassie's going to say, but... Geez. No, I'm actually not, because like... I'm, no, I'm not, because uh, because the band that I'd really like to see probably, you know... Wouldn't. I really want to see the jam live. Like, like they're still alive. Like, I'm like why alive. are they not going to get back together and play? If, but, all, like, if the members are still happen. alive, then it's still a possibility. It's still a possibility, but yeah. Uh, I, yeah. But but like as far as like looking forward to things, I mean, I know I had like, I don't uh, know, I had tickets to Primavera Fest in Barcelona, and I'm really bummed that that. I want to go to a house show where it's disgusting and hot and see a crust punk band, and that night and that night Sounds I want to party with like Ada Paul, Turbo Negro. Um, maybe the idols and the stooges, but who knows? People have wet dreams. What well, do you want to see? For me, you know, I mean, a lot of you know that I'm, I'm very much original old school metal and stuff like that. I mean, there's a couple things coming out. Exodus is releasing Persona oh, Non Grata later this summer. Judas Priest, uh, working on a studio album. Really hoping we can reschedule the tour there. And of course, I would be remiss if I did not mention the fact that I want to see the, the tour, the backing tour for Power Up. For amazing yeah, DC. Yes. I want to see that. I want to see that stuff perform live. It was my first show I've ever Don't seen in my life. It was I, was, I cannot wow. wait. I want to see that. I need I need ACDC back in my life. I Thank need you it. so much. Thank you guys. Thank you, Trackside Tavern. Sounds good. Be Kitch, Steve, Natalie, Brian, PBR. PBR. Kelly's Death Pickles. Kelly's Death Pickles. And we'll see Which you guys. Which are by the, be the best yeah, the pickles. Best. Yeah, the Thank best you. Pickles. And we'll see you guys on episode six. Yep. Cheers. Thank, Thank you. you.